Love burgers and pizza Wanna see me eat some Can't get enough of that meat yum Chili cheese fries and some Mr. Pib I need tacos with a nasty dip Pico de gallo, mayo or dryo Hot sauce or barbecue straight from Ohio Homemade coleslaw, fuck Boston Market Junkie blue cheese range into five star bread Only one time was in pizza Hello and welcome to Bring a Plate My name is Peter Taggart And I'm, and I'm Rebe- Rebecca Shaw <laughs> You son of a bitch <laughs> Typical man speaking <laughs> over a woman, stealing her glory. Stealing her thunder <laughs> thighs. <laughs> you can steal them. Okay. Are thunder thighs good or bad? I can't remember. Um, they're good. It's good to have Do, thunder thighs. Is thunder thighs like means powerful? Does it mean like really big? Like fat? Yeah. Thunder thighs was my favourite Captain um Cap- <laughs> Captain Avenger. Planet character, yeah. <laughs> I bring the power of thunder, thighs. <laughs> I do love thighs. It's yeah. one of my favourite body parts. Oh, good. Even men's Let's get thighs. into it. Rebecca Shaw. Yeah. One of the not feminist fright bats named by Tim Blair this oh week. Oh, my God. You weren't, was, e- you weren't even in the top ten. I was outraged. <laughs> <laughs> How upset were you? I read, I read it out to someone and the first question was, why weren't you on the mm. list? Yeah. I just don't have high enough profile. Deep. I'm not. Um, what did he say? They were like shrill and oh, like, harpy, and shrill, screaming, barren, <laughs> menstruating. I don't understand how Tim Blair is allowed to write for the Daily Telegraph. Like, shouldn't he just be moderating some kind of men rights activist <laughs> forum? He maybe <laughs> does that in his spare time. Um, so yeah, and maybe um, Caitlin Stacey should have been on it since her oh, last yeah, of course. furor in the last I couple mean, of days. What a horrible person! How dare she? I mean, what a controversial position to take on rape, Caitlin Stacey. <laughs> what you're against it? <laughs> anyway, she's great. Yeah, Beck, we are here in Stanthorpe sipping mm. cognac. You're definitely not seeing. Oh yes, you definitely. Mm, do you hear that? It's definitely not diet, passion, orange. Fruit. Woolworths, Woolworths select. Yeah. It's definitely cognac. Um, we're here in Stanthorpe by the fire. It's the shortest day of the year. Sh- yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> I've seen you for some reason. Yeah, because we we want to gather together, huddle up. It's I mean it's freezing. Oh uh, yeah, it's so, so cold. So it's a winter solstice. Yeah. Is that? I don't really know anything about I don't know this. what that is either. It feels sounds like a which, twilight sequel. Or winter <laughs> sounds solstice. like we should burn them. Yeah. Whoever celebrates it. I have pretty poor experiences when it comes to Stanthorpe. My dad's relatives are from here. I better not speak too <laughs> loud about them. We are staying in their spare bedroom. <laughs> we're in their spare bedroom. <laughs> I'm drinking their coffee. Hello? You in there? You are you are you all, are you, are you dressed? Sorry that gosh. The character <laughs> The character <laughs> work. Hold on, more Who was that? <laughs> Is that Paul F. Tompkins? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. she's funny. He's quick, too. It was really quick, <laughs> and it was funny. <laughs> the best thing was that it took so long. It took so long to think of <laughs> that. <laughs> to think of I'm re- age. <laughs> I'm really on the board today. It's going to be a good one. It's not going to be a struggle. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <sighs> have you been to Applethorpe? I haven't. That's where they have the Apple Festival. I wish it was like a um, Greenland Iceland thing where someone would be like, "No, Stanthorpe has a lot of apples. <laughs> apples, has, Applethorpe has a lot of stands." <laughs> One of the best. One of the best episodes. Um, <clears throat> Rebecca, interesting story that crossed my path this week was the story of, and I want to get her name right, Violet Burkhart. Right. Um, now, this is a US school student who was in year 12, doing her final year, very last day of school, and she was basically thrown out on her last day of school because her dress was too short. Mm. I'm going to show you a photo here. You tell me if this dress is short. It's I like, mean, it's it's down to her knees, it's past her <laughs> knees. It's at least mid-thigh, like it's not short. No, it's not even mid-thigh. I feel like it's at her knees. Well, you can't even see her kneecaps. Yeah. Those sexy, sexy <laughs> kneecaps. Oh, yeah, it does almost go to her knees. Um, But she was thrown out because obviously the school has a very strong dress code. But what this story is really about is the fact that her mother did something which the article describes, <laughs> not me necessarily, as awesome. They think she's the most awesome mother uh, ever. Her mother's name... <laughs> her mother's Amy Redwine. Amy Redwine is her mother. 
Red uh, red wine. Yeah, I don't think that's I I don't think that's her real name. Um, <laughs> She's just like looking around the room. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's your name? She's Amy like, um... Armchair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the mothers are drunk. <laughs> her mother went to her daughter's school graduation, I suppose, a couple of days later or whatever. I don't know when graduation's held in America. Yeah, this, the whole timeline of this story is very off and I'm very <laughs> confused. But the mother basically turned up wearing the same dress that her daughter got kicked out for wearing, Yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> However, Uh-oh. it's also humiliating. <laughs> Look, mums can be awesome and humiliating at the same time because perhaps in retrospect you look back and you go, actually, that was really funny, but at the time you are so embarrassed you could dig a hole for yourself and die in it. Because apparently the daughter said, I wish you'd put it on and just come up here and show them it's not short. I don't know if I would ever ask my mum to do that. Um, I don't know. And then she took her very first selfie in the dress, the mum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's all over The mother it. kind of seems like a, and I hope this is not a sexist term, mutton dressed as lamb. <laughs> oh, God. But I don't know. This is the start of something for mum, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> she's found herself. Yeah. Um, anyway. She, you... she, she's going to continue going up to that school in short dresses. <laughs> I, just during lunch hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hand out cigarettes. It's a very strange story. It is a strange story, but it brings me to the topic of when has your mum humiliated you? (laughs) So you just think that you would be humiliated. Maybe Violet bloody loved it. Violet Beauregard loves it. it. I think she did, but I I mean, mum... Mum lived to embarrass us as children. Um, It's one of the pleasures of being a parent. Absolutely. (laughs) Because I imagine it is hilarious. Yeah. Um... I remember, and this was probably when I was at uni, one of my birthdays, mum came up for my birthday and it was the same day that we saw uh, the Australian film Beautiful Kate about incest together. That was on my birthday, <laughs> just me and mum alone in a cinema. Anyway, it was before that. Um, we were, I think, on Adelaide Street in the city mm-hmm. and there was an anti-nuclear protest going on. Right. And I said, oh, mum, I said, you're such an activist. You should go and join them. And... As soon as the words <laughs> left my lips, she strode out into the middle of the road, like high-fived some woman that was like marching and like, the woman was like, yeah. And mum said to her, I'm only walking till the end of the block. <laughs> um, my mum just, she hasn't really done embarrassing things, but she loves to tell embarrassing stories. In front of people. About me to other people. Okay. Like the time that I... um kicked my toe in the shower and it was bleeding everywhere and I'm bad with blood and so I came out of the bathroom and I was naked and had blood this and I was like story. mom mom and she came to the top of the stairs and I was just standing there like naked with blood and I just fainted in front of how her. old were you like 18 <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. Uh, but my nana loves to be embarrassing but I don't think she knows that she's being embarrassing in what way well, one one time I came to visit her in Brisbane and we were walking down the street and there was guys dressed, um, they were like punks yes. and they had mohawks and she stopped them to talk, to ask for a photo. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Rebecca, you are so often in my life a moral compass. <laughs> I feel like I come to you for moral advice um, and I feel like a lot of people do. And if a lot of people had your number... Um, they would call you and ask you for advice. Mm -hmm. And it brings me to a new segment on this show, a one-off segment. (laughs) Because I feel like I know how it's going to go. Okay. (laughs) It's called Forget About Etiquette with Rebecca Shaw. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you call me a faggot? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I've got some uh, questions uh, sent in from listeners all about etiquette. And I'd like to read them to you now. Okay. And just... Because we receive hundreds of We receive hundreds of correspondence every week. Every week. And I try and answer them, guys. (laughs) I really do. I really do. We just can't get to them all. We're sorry. We're busy. But we love you and we appreciate you. It says, Dear Rebecca Shaw, my name is Jack Johnson. I'm 19 years old. Jack Johnson, the singer. Mm -hmm. I live at King's College and study engineering at the University of Queensland. 
I'm loving being back in Brisbane after spending my gap year in Prague setting fire to homeless people and filming it for my vlog. Despite having a better upbringing than you and better hair, <laughs> I am lost when it comes to cinema etiquette. Recently I have noticed I've been getting disapproving looks at the cinema where I like to watch the Captain Godzillas and the Diver Gent. I don't know what I am doing wrong. How soon into a film should I ring my fully gay best friend Mad Dog and boast loudly about the oral sex I have definitely been receiving? What is the loudest snack you should bring to a cinema? <laughs> is it wrong to put your bare feet up on the seat in front of you and attempt to braid a woman's hair with your toes? <laughs> should you ever shout out your own alternate lines of dialogue? What if you are a really funny man? <laughs> Help me, Mrs. Shaw. What are the do's and don'ts? At the movies. Good question. Jack Johnson. Thank you, Jack. He's a very articulate young man. He is. <clears throat> um, I would say, Jack, don't go to the cinema. <laughs> Download <laughs> <That's> movies. Not... <laughs> Download movies illegally. <laughs> yes. Stay away from... I'll send you a list of where I am. Just don't go to those. But what... Okay, so... You run a cinema. What do people have to do? So you walk in. Are wait, you allowed to bring wait. food? Before you walk in, <laughs> before you walk in, yes, you the previews go for probably thirty minutes yes. these days. If you can't make it by the start of the movie, you're locked out. The doors are shut and you don't get in, even if you paid for a ticket. But the people at the front would know, yes, that you're not going to make it. Yes, yes, but even if you paid for a ticket, too bad. You could get snacks to the next that one. you were allowed to bring into the cinema. <clears throat> I say if it is a drama. You are allowed to bring in a bottle of water, and that's it. I'm not fucking plastic. serious. A cup of water, not in plastic. No, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear a bottle unscrewing. You should never get. If you people like, the, if you go to see, <laughs> You're so passionate, oh God, you can barely speak. <laughs> if you go to see a movie, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if it's a drama or an action, but especially like an action movie, there are so many places you can eat. During yes. it without disturbing anyone. But fucking idiots will sit there and wait for the quietest part of the movie in August Osage County. And open up and a bag like, of fantails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it drives me. And crazy. look, movie it's movies go for ninety minutes. If you can't not eat in ninety minutes I mean, sure, blood sugar levels. We all have them, okay? Yes. We do all have them. However, look, I, I and you know what? When I would go to a drama and I used to have a watch on. I used to wear a watch. Can you believe it? Oh God, little factoid about me. pretty much lesbian. <laughs> um, I would take my watch off because I didn't because I thought it was disrespectful <laughs> to the filmmaker if to I were distracted by time. <laughs> oh my God, you're a crazy person, though. Talking of people shouting and talking during the movies, which is obviously wrong. We're talking about the minor issues, yes. unwrapping things. Uh, arriving late. That I don't mind so much. Looking at your phone and texting, talking during oh, the movie, yeah. shouting out your funny lines, especially if it's a drama. And when you're not funny. But it's the anyway. same thing as when I saw August Osage County and there's like a reveal that's like quite shocking. Yes. But the whole audience cacked themselves <laughs> laughing. And I'm like just looking around going, "Who? where am I? Who are you people? Can I do my Meryl impression from August Osage yeah. County? Is anybody supposed to smoke? <laughs> How good is it? Anyway, <laughs> next letter. Oh, God, these again. Dear Rebecca Shaw, mm. my name is Janet Frame, and I am a huge fan of you and love the podcast. <laughs> like many people who admire you and your show, I am a sad moron who has tricked someone into loving them. I have been dating my boyfriend, Jack Johnson, for six months now, and things are starting to get serious. Occasionally, I even let him see me naked, but only by a way of a funhouse mirror to make me look longer and therefore more powerful. <laughs> Next weekend, I am meeting Jack's parents for the first time. Should I bring a gift? Should I shave my legs? Should I bake something for them? Please note they are straight-edge, gluten-intolerant, white pride activists. Also, they are cyclists. What is the correct etiquette when meeting a partner's parents? Good question. Thank oh, you, Janet Frame. That's an interesting set of questions. Yes. Um, How do you behave? How do you act? You just pretend to be a good person. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Parents have always loved me. Like, even oh, my bullshit. Friends, it's true. Even my friends' parents all through high school, every year, they love me. I think it's because I'm a goody two-shoes. What should you do when you meet a parent? 
when you meet the parents of the film. <laughs> God, I hate those movies. Oh, I hate awful. awkward comedy. I don't know. You just be a polite, decent human being. I don't know how. This is about me. This is about yeah. what do I do. <laughs> you just be the opposite of yourself. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, this is, are, you, are you doing this for when I meet your mother? Yes. <laughs> you're like telling me what, okay, I how want you, I met okay. your mother. What you're supposed to do is we met on uh, Zeusk or whatever it is. Is that a dating site? Zeusk. Zeusk. I think that's a travel site. <laughs> anyway, we met on Zeusk. We met on Yelp. We met on Christian Mingle and, uh, and we've been dating for six months mm-hmm. and we are not having sex. No. That's important. No. It's very important. <laughs> I and love when people like go to their parents' house and they have to sleep in separate rooms. Even if I they're, love like, that living together. Or a bit I, together. My mum would absolutely make me really? do that. Oh yeah, she's very yeah. liberal in some ways and then not at all in other ways. That's weird. No sex under her roof, not even between her and dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rules. It's Rebecca, like, it's Sh- like embroidered on a cushion. <laughs> yes. It's very homey. <laughs> Rebecca Shaw. Next question. Okay. <clears throat> Last question. Dear Rebecca Shaw. I get invited out to a lot of dinners as I am very popular. (laughs) I am a bit lost knowing how to behave at these dinners. How many entrees is the right number? What topics should I avoid when eating wild rice? What is the best Instagram filter for a rendang curry? Early bird, Sierra, Brannon, Walden? Also, how soon into a meal should you start using Twitter and ignoring your dining (laughs) companions? Please note I have a lot of followers, and if I don't immediately make comment on the latest social justice issue, 15 people will have a heart attack and die. (laughs) Rebecca Shaw, what's the deal? What is the correct etiquette when out for a meal? (laughs) And that's from at jlaw underscore you know underscore inside joke on Twitter. Out for a meal. Should you put your phone away? I've been struggling with this lately. Well, actually, it might surprise literally everyone, but I don't really tweet that much when I'm out. Disagree. I've seen you do it. No, at dinner with people. When have we ever gone to dinner? Um, I was stood up last Thursday. What? I was at the Wild Duck in Canberra, <laughs> enjoying my banana split, and Clive style. There. And you weren't there. <laughs> you had two spoons. Yes. It was very I was humiliating. Waiting. I was like, she's coming. She's coming. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't use my phone very much when, out, except, yeah, with friends, with my girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> if you have your good friends. No, any friends, I don't usually use it. Dinner party etiquette, though. I mean, it's... Yeah, I think you should... Engage well, with... Yeah, if you, especially if you're invited to around someone's, someone's house. Oh, for sure. If yeah. you're out to dinner with your friends, like, if people want to take a photo of their food or whatever, that's fine, I think. Um, if that's your deal... <laughs> But I think I don't because usually you should be having too much fun to bother tweeting. Yeah, that's so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm there, you'll be having too much fun God, to tweet. It's a wild ride. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and all the entrees—that's my advice. Rebecca Shaw, <laughs> let's get into some news minute. Hi, this is News Minute. I'm Rebecca Shaw. In the second time in a matter of months, a man in a Walmart in Tulsa, Oklahoma has been arrested for masturbating within the store. And I thought I got excited about red light specials. Scientists in Poland have published a study showing that two orphaned male bears in captivity in a Croatian sanctuary have been performing recurrent fellatio on each other over a period of six years. I'll be publishing my results later this year after observing similar processes happening between bears at the Wickham. Bindi Owen has celebrated her 16th birthday by being fine and normal, a normal human person who had a human-themed birthday just like a regular human girl would do. The Abbott government has allocated additional funding in the budget for the introduction of Latin in schools. Yeah, coming into our schools, forming gangs, stealing our women, said your granddad. A 71-year-old French woman has been dubbed the female Hannibal Lecter after killing her 80-year-old husband and cooking his heart, nose and genital organs in a pot. God, don't you love one-pot cooking? Now here's Sport with Peter. Well, New South Wales are celebrating the historic one-in-a-row State of Origin win, or at least they were celebrating it until 10pm when all their bottle shops close. O'Farrell high five. Australian men's hockey team, the Kookaburras, are also celebrating their international final win. Of the victory, coach Emilio Estevez said, Ducks, 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 ducks. Anyway, full credit to the boys, said X-Men director Brian Singer. In World Cup news, soccer is a real sport played by adults. 
Despite some impressive kicking from Tom K. Hill, Australia lost its second World Cup game, with the nether regions proving the most adept at handling balls. Congratulations Cristiano Ricci on your face. Congratulations Pitbull on your mum jeans. Please stop mauling our toddlers in public parks. Congratulations Socceroos, there's always next year, as is my understanding. Ole, ole, Elaine May, and that's sport. Rebecca, yes. we are back. Better than ever. Better than ever. <laughs> With a vengeance. Beck, I've been thinking a lot. Oh, <laughs> I've been thinking. I've been thinking a lot lately mm. about fandom oh, and yes. uh, fandom in the new media. It's my thesis topic at QUT. Is it because you don't have any? Well, I'm not, I'm not a fan of anyone or I You're don't have fan. fans. Yeah, both of those. Thanks very much. <laughs> I I come to this topic because mm, I come to it every night. Just been thinking about it. Okay, move on. We go. Because I noticed that when you uh, Google how do you get Justin Bieber to Google, (laughs) what what were you googling that for? Never mind. But I notice the order, the the sort of instant uh, uh, option that comes yep. up for you, the Google autocomplete, is how do you get Justin Bieber to follow you on Twitter? Although mm. one of the options is how do you get Justin Bieber to come to your house, which is a really, <laughs> which a is a really interesting. That's a one. bit ambitious. Um, there are how-to guides on the oh. internet to get Justin Bieber to follow you. Is there on any Twitter. pattern that he follows, or is it just there's a pattern Oswald? Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, no. People are just well, weak. okay, so I'll read out. So, uh, they're actual, like, written guides, but I went to um, answers.com mm. because it's answers.com. It has the answers. It's there That's in the name. That's what it's called. It's what it does. Yeah. Um, and there are so – like, I couldn't even get all the answers to how he will follow you because there are so, oh so many. I would have destroyed the printer at work, which I definitely don't use to print out all these things. <laughs> If you're listening, <laughs> uh, no. Um, <laughs> this one's just called "How to Get Justin Bieber to Notice You on Twitter." So to notice oh, you, not even to follow step. you. <clears throat> I want at Justin Bieber to RT or follow me somehow. That's not what your title said. <laughs> I just would have a panic attack if he noticed me. Any ideas for all you haters? Why do you want a panic attack? <laughs> For all you haters, Justin is a guy and he actually does tweet his self. Okay. Um, this one, it actually has pretty, some pretty useful advice. Um, this one says, I got him to follow me. You need to check if he's online. Do this by seeing if he is following people. You will notice his following list going up. Mm-hmm. Then unfollow him and follow him again several times. He follows his most recent followers, so if you're one of his most recent followers, he'll follow you. Uh, that's good advice. That is good advice, actually. Follow, then unfollow. It's not annoying at all. People love that. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't notice. He'd have so many. Yeah. Um, this one actually says... <laughs> this is my favourite. <laughs> Pretend you're someone important in the music industry that can make him even more money. Oh, my God. <laughs> I really appreciate if you're like a, a 12-year-old girl. Hi, I run EMI Music. <laughs> but this is a part of a general discussion on the fact of where fandom is going nowadays. It's very different to when we were young, Rebecca. Oh, yeah. Um, and... There, uh, there are actual groups now. It's a real community sort of thing. Mm. I read an interesting article on the All about mm. One Direction fans. But yeah, the the One Direction stuff is absolutely massive, and it's all a, a lot of it has to do with Tumblr, I think. And Morgan Spurlock, who did the One Direction mm. documentary, I think it was This Is Us, Us Is Them, We Are One, <laughs> One Direction, One Direction, the the documentary. <clears throat> Uh, Morgan Spurlock, you know, when people would uh, level claims against the fan base that they were crazy and that they're all lunatic women. Yeah. uh, Morgan Spurlock actually said something really good, which he said, um, let me remind you how not so different they are from those guys who paint their faces for a Giants game every Sunday and talk about what jerks people are who root for the Jets. They're both in tribes they're passionate about. So it's interesting that if, uh, you know, a group of men are following a certain football team and love to dress up and Mm. go to all the games and talk about it online that's normal yeah but if it's just about a pop star or a, yeah. or a boy band then that's totally well weird. i said a similar thing that was like um it was i was basically saying like look how crazy these 
girls are about One Direction and then the Ben Affleck photo of the new Batman got yes. released and everyone was losing their mind because yeah. it was a different colour. And I'm like, you guys, you realise this is just as ridiculous. Everyone knows the Batsuit should have nipples, eh? like George Clooney yeah. style. Like, okay. <laughs> but it is true. It's like, oh, it's if it's dudes doing it, it's normal and fine. Absolutely. But if it's, the one sad thing about fandom these days, Beck, and you, you did say before, it's all on Tumblr and social media, is that it has kind of led to the death of the fan site. Uh, yeah. And you would be across the fan site oh, being a I? child of what, what you born in the 70s? 80s? 80s. Okay. <laughs> Die. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was around for the fan site. Yeah. Uh, and. It was really where if you were super into something, you would go to forums on a particular yeah. site, be it a Buffy site. One of my friends found her archive of her, her on Roswell. Oh, wow. <laughs> Roswell sites. You can still kind of uh, Google your old uh, forum name yeah. and it can be a devastating <laughs> experience as I've found. Um, I was never in – I didn't – Never really got into fandom at all. Like the most I would do would have like posters from TV hits and that signature book that you used to get. A signature you, book? Yeah, they used to have like a fake signature book that would come oh, out wow. once a year and it was just photocopies. But who were you into? Who were your well, guys? Who were your guys and girls? Well, because I was I was pretending to be into guys. Yes. I didn't really get into guys oh, that which much. Which guys were you into, Peter Andre? No, Scott Wolf. Okay, of course. The Dimples. Yes. And I did love Hanson. Yes, so did I. Yeah. Hanson appealed to all sectors they did. in many ways. It's because I thought Taylor was a girl for ages mm-hmm. and thought she was really cute. But yeah, so I, I liked Hanson a lot, but I never really got – I didn't go to forums or anything like that. Like I wasn't really – You were never part of a fan club? No. Oh, I love the Spice Girls. Yes. <laughs> we all know my – um. B105 story. I don't know your B105. You haven't told it on here. I – um. They were because I used to love listening to the radio. Yes, like especially like it was when um Andrew G or Osha sorry was on um hosting it as mm-hmm. Spidey, and I they were having a Spice Girls competition where you would ring up and like make up a product that the Spice Girls could yes. do, and mine was spice bubbles like rice bubbles. <laughs> I started very early with this. The start shit. of the start of your long comedy career. <laughs> what a proud moment! And the prize was going on a mini bus with Andrew G. The prize was to go from Brisbane on a mini bus to the Gold Coast to the Hard Rock Cafe and have wow. lunch. Had a BLT um, with a group a of BLT other, with G. Yeah, oh, exactly. And we got a little. Dream. We got a little. Um, prize pack with some Spice Girls deodorant and stuff. Oh, my it. God. <laughs> Beck, I wow. am mourning the fan site. And before we uh, hop to our film for this week, I did want to read you something. And I implore and encourage you all to spend as much time on this site as possible. It is my absolute favorite <laughs> site on the internet. It is the Red still existing. Yeah, Red <laughs> Tube is good <laughs> as well. Get on there. Um. This is the still existing Angel <laughs> Fire site for the Irish um, band. Oh, are you questioning that? Have you seen is the she, film? Are they clip? Irish? You are Bewitched. an idiot. Be, sorry, B asterisk witch. They're like uh, asterisk amazing. <laughs> yeah. A asterisk amazing. I'm going to tweet that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, not, um, it's not worth tweeting. It Can is. I just remind you right now? Um, anyway, I went onto this site when he sent it to me. Yeah. And there's a little pop-up. Did you get the pop-up? Yes. Thank you for <laughs> visiting. It was very polite. No, it says, Bewitched are the Bewitched is truly the best group in the world. I love them. And I hope you enjoy them. <laughs> the best thing was it was made by children. That's the I best hope you enjoy the page as much as I enjoyed making it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to start. <laughs> wait, wait. A big thanks to Kevin, GB2585, for helping me on this site. Love Thank ya. You, and to Kim for just being a huge fan with me, lol. Thanks, girl. Was Lola around when Bewitched were around? It must have been. She says lol. Or he. What if this site was only made like two months <laughs> oh ago? Okay. I just want to read a few segments. Select, no. but please, I, I encourage you to spend so much time on here because the, there, are, there are so many things I'm not going to read that are also The brilliant. graphics are the incredible. The graphics are amazing. <laughs> and they will um, give you a the URL? Just, actually, just Google Angel Fire Planet Bewitched and it should bring you. It should be the first result. What now, did they have other songs? Is it just one website? No, Say La V and Blame It on the Weatherman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember Kiwi? So they have profiles for each of the four 
Bewitched Girls. Um, this one's for Kiwi. And this, uh, I'm assuming 13-year-old has, uh, God, I hope so, has written all the biographies for each of the girls. And they're very good. And they're very comprehensive. Kiwi is also very sensitive in what people think of her. Did you know her and Adele are twin sisters? Yep, these two girls have done everything Not together. Adele, the other singer. Please don't interrupt. Sorry. <laughs> yep, these two girls have done everything together, from burning their mum's car together and everything, and now this. <laughs> no more information, by Say the way. Say what? Uh, did you know when Kiwi was little, she wanted to be a fireman? <laughs> and... Also, when Kiwi is nervous, she bites the inside of her cheeks. Good information. What about Sinead? What can we know about Sinead? Sinead is the oldest member of Bewitched. She met Kiwi at the garage Kiwi was working at when her mum's car broke down. On fire. Sinead is the most grounded and down-to-earth member of the band and sometimes can be very serious about what she says. Did you know once in an interview one of Sinead's false nails was hanging from her hair? <laughs> She also once stole an envelope from a post office on accident. <laughs> naughty, naughty. <laughs> one bad thing about Sinead is that she is always forgetting things. In one week at a hotel, she left two jackets, one pair of jeans, and her bewitched ring. <laughs> More on Sinead soon. It's a bewitched ring. Oh, Rebecca Shaw. Isn't it cosy here? It's lovely. It's so lovely. It's warm. It's romantic. It's romantic. I'm so glad to be spending a romantic weekend with you. <laughs> it's it always my dream. <laughs> Beck, we did watch a movie last night together here by the fire on my yeah. laptop. A romantic <laughs> film. Uh, yes. Known as Cannot Hardly Wait. <laughs> To be correct about it. Colloquially known as can't, can't hardly, hardly wait. wait. Can't no, hardly can't wait. Can't hardly wait. <laughs> well, this is one that I didn't have a strong memory of for I don't some have, reason. I don't know if I actually ever watched it. I definitely saw it, but I couldn't remember anything about it. Did you see everything with Jennifer Love Hewitt in it? Yeah. I think we so. forgot last week to say what it's actually about, so maybe we should <clears> go through the plot very quickly before. The plot. <laughs> the plot. <laughs> if there's a plot. It's very much a... I don't know if you can call it a satire of other teen films because it's not. It's definitely not. No. It's just... It's very genuine. It's... Okay, so at, uh, in a lot of teen films, the cliche is there's a big party. So I think the writers... Um, is it Deborah Kaplan? Um, and they're actually the writers and directors of Josie and the Pussycats, which, which is, I think is a cult classic. I love I think movie. it's a really great movie. So I had really high hopes going into watching this. But the problem is, is that this is about... There's no adults in this movie. No. Whereas, and teenagers Josie, are fucking annoying. Yeah, Josie has Parker Posey. Oh, and Alan Cumming. Yeah, I so obviously. Um, but yeah, it's Harry Elfont and Deborah Kaplan who also wrote a very Brady sequel, which is also, also a good. really funny yeah. movie. I don't think this is a bad. This isn't badly. But it's not writ- funny. No, it's but trying it's, to be funny. It's not badly written though. So basically, it's all set at one party. Yeah, but it does. Incorporate all the different groups of high school. So there are the pretty girls, and there are the jocks, and there are the nerds, and there are the. I'm not going to say. Okay, I'm going to say it, but I don't approve of this term. Wiggers. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, basically, men who want to be black rappers. Mm-hmm. There are, which was a huge thing in the noughties. Is it still now? But it's all set over one party, and it's basically revolving around mostly uh, Preston, who is a man who is in love with a. Girl, he's known since junior high, All but right. he's never really to, spoken yes. to her. The main problem with this movie is Ethan Embry plays Preston. Yes. He's very adorable. And I should say the woman who he's in love with is uh, a uh, patroness of this show, Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> Who's beautiful. You have to admit she's gorgeous. gorgeous in this. And every shot, she's walking into a wind machine and yeah, her hair's she's going back. stunning. Yeah. But the problem I have, so that's basically the main through line, but yes. I would say it's not 
a lot of it isn't about them. It's about the there's a nerd who's trying to get revenge on the jock. There's a nerd who's trying to get revenge on the jock, played by I think it's Peter Facinelli or yeah. Facinelli, uh, who is from Nurse Jackie and, and he's damages. great in he's Nurse Jackie. He's good in damages as well. Um, and the nerd is played by <laughs> the boy from Hook, another yeah. movie discussed on this show. He only. Uh, I think he did Hook and then he took a long break and did this film and nothing since. No, he's he became a lawyer. He got a degree in physics in 2000. Charlie Cosmo. Yeah. Yes. And then he um, he was a member of the Federalist Society, an organisation for politically conservative law students. Oh, good. So he's probably a great guy. So he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, but the, the jock is Jennifer, had dumped Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. And so that day. Yes. And for some reason, Ethan Embry took this as a sign that it was fate, that they were meant to always be together just uh-huh. because her boyfriend, he was going to a party that everyone was going to. Yes. But he's like, this is fate. I'm going to the party. And she, and I'm like, no, that's just a thing that happened. That's this, the, that whole storyline is bonkers he she didn't even know who he was no and he's been in love with her for four years it's a weird storyline but let me get out the other main storyline which is um kenny fisher uh played by seth green who is uh the macklemore of this film he is a (laughs) white wannabe rapper um uh and he just wants to get laid he has a backpack full of lube not Mm. not a like a normal thing to bring everyone brings a backpack of lube to a party and he's going to this party just trying to get laid. And also at this party is Preston's best friend, played by Lauren Ambrose from Six Feet Under. People Who has the, the haircut of a <laughs> oh, 40-year-old librarian. It's awful <laughs> It's haircut. an awful haircut. Melissa Joan Hart is also in it. There are so many 90s, 90s cameos. I know. It's really good. That's my favourite part. Clay Duval has a cameo. Brecken Meyer. Donald Faison. Yep. Selma Blair. Yep. Um, Jason Siegel's in yes. it. Yes, it was his. I think it was his first movie role. Um, I really identified, except for the what happened, but I identify with Lauren Ambrose for most of the party. Oh, because really? Because she's, she's like, standing there she's by, herself. by herself, and nobody <laughs> wants to talk to her. They're making fun of her. And actually, I think one of the funniest things in this movie is where I've had this at parties too. I've been sitting alone, and someone comes and sits next to me, and I'm so excited because finally I have someone to talk to at yeah. this party. And then the woman who sits next to Lauren Ambrose says, "Didn't you go to my? You know, weren't you in my? You know, yeah. science class?" Yeah. And she's like, "Yes." And the woman walks over and she goes, oh, "I." told you she was in my class they just laugh about it <laughs> it's overwhelmingly 90s oh, looking yeah. i want to talk about the aesthetic of the film yeah. obviously you've got um kenny fisher seth green who is wearing the baggy tracksuits adidas the goggles <laughs> uh the most disturbing thing i remembered because it was like a, a flashback it was like ptsd <laughs> um the silver chunky jewelry that men used to wear oh, yeah oh, that's so gross <laughs> Especially if you had chest hair, it'd get caught in your chest hair. It'd rip out when you take it off. Not Horrible. That you have any, but. Um, but Ethan Embry looks like a, I, I wrote down he looks like a scared cartoon mouse. He's very the wild fear yeah, eyes are strong in him. Constantly, yeah. every even time when he he's does, even when spoiler alert at the end when he hooks up with Amanda, aka uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. The he's fear terrified. in his eyes, and I think I feel like like he's going to eat her face yeah, or something. He's terrifying. He's like vacant behind the yeah. eyes, but they're widened. Before we move on yeah. to the main yeah. complaint of this film, and I know we had the exact same thought as we're watching it. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of really strange things that I noticed, mm-hmm. which was everyone is drinking beer at the party, but Amanda, who the entire film she's walking around with a six hundred mil bottle of water. <laughs> She's just walking, not even in a cup. She's just walking around with a bottle of water and like taking little sips on it. Um, you don't look as beautiful as Jennifer Love Hewitt drinking beer every weekend. I okay, so. you got to keep hydrated. The other really odd thing I noticed is there's a scene where Preston goes into the party to talk to Amanda, and she's being pashed by her second cousin, oh. but. She's being very forcefully passed, like he's holding her down, and you can clearly see she's struggling. Preston walks in and just goes, oh, just a man kissing a woman, and walks out. He's like sad that she's kissing another man, but not that she's being held down. He doesn't notice that. Preston doesn't notice the difference between consensual and (laughs) non-consensual kissing. There's a lot of just attack kissing in this movie, of the men just attacking the women. It's very... And also the um, there's rampant 
homophobia throughout the entire Well, there's thing. rampant homophobia and there's rampant outrageous sexism. Yeah. Uh, particularly from Kenny, the Seth Green character, who um, talks about double bagging his uh, penis yeah. with condoms because he, he doesn't, doesn't know where a Lauren girl has Ambrose. been. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and also, that girl is particularly beautiful. Yeah. So, what are you saying? She couldn't possibly have an STI. No, of course. It's like the um, viral mugshot guy. <laughs> yeah. I think he's innocent. <laughs> yes. Very innocent. Except for that teardrop tattoo kind of no, takes it just, away from me. He makes him sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of fag talk in this there's movie. So much fag talk. And it's talk. 1998. Like, it's not like yeah, 92. I feel like every punchline is faggot. So yeah. one punchline is uh, when Jennifer Love Hewitt confronts her old jock boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, like he's kind of startled and someone like off screen shouts fag and, and the entire cracks party up. cracks up like it's the funniest thing they've ever heard. Maybe that's where we're going wrong is we just have to be homophobic and we'll get huge oh, laughs. We probably would. <laughs> we just have to say fag. And I'm like... Maybe um, we can be sponsored by Brisbane coffee merchant Philip DeBella. Oh, who... yeah. Or that opera singer. That <laughs> yes. <just> got... <laughs> opera Australia opera singer. Yeah. Every, every punchline is fag yeah. or faggot. Towards the end of the film, um, they get their revenge on the popular boy and they accidentally involve uh, the nerdy boy, uh, William. And, yeah, they basically set it up like they've just had sex. Yeah. And when police raid the party, police walk into the backyard and see these two shirtless and holding each other. And the police officer says, like, check out these freaks. Yeah, these sickos. <laughs> anyway. Arrest them. He arrests them for being gay. Yes. <laughs> That's essentially what happened. The ending of this film yeah. is interesting. We see Lauren Ambrose hook up with Kenny, Ugh. which is Imagine so gross. Imagine the red-haired kids they would have. Oh, they're pain. They would never be able to go into the sun. <laughs> They'd have to live indoors for their entire life. The, um, the sequel is the others. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also get a little hint of what they're up to now. I always like that oh, in yeah, a film when they say, what are they doing? What happened to these guys? Yeah. Um, and apparently uh, uh, Lauren Ambrose and Seth Green broke up and then got back together in a bathroom, Ooh, which is gross. where they first made love, which is Ugh. so gross. They like can only ever make love in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it's normal. <laughs> um, my favourite, Where Are They Now, is the fact that Mike... The jock. Who did something nice at the end. Yeah, he, he did something that should have really redeemed yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. But it didn't. No. And nobody he got punished. thanked him for yeah. it. Yeah. But it said, Mike is overweight now. I mean, <laughs> what a nightmare. What, like 70% of the population? <laughs> That's his punishment. That's his punishment. Mike got fat. How terrible. Oh, yeah. well, what an awful fate. Um, Mike enjoys pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that's disappointing me uh, Beck lately is that I haven't seen a lot of new uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt roles and that upsets me because we keep having to revisit all the old films on this show because she's not doing any new films <laughs> or at least they're not coming out in mainstream cinemas Poor Jennifer Love. which brings me I, I really want to help her out um, I'm sure she'll appreciate it thank you and I I worked a little this week uh, to I suppose it's a game for us, but it's not a game for her. This is her life. This is her career. It's a game called Jennifer Love Working. And <laughs> I really think we should pitch some shows. Mm-hmm. So if you've got money, if you're an Australian film producer, if you're an American film producer, even better. Definitely uh, listening. Definitely listening. Here's some free ideas. You can take these with you and roll. The, the only thing is that you have to cast Jennifer Love Hewitt in the lead role. What are you looking at? Oh, I looked at photos of her and she's gone blonde. Oh, wow. I don't like it. No, that's not good. And she was in a movie in 2012 called Jewtopia. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> Beck, let's play Jennifer Love Working. Um, now, I've got four little cups in here with multiple possibilities. Oh. Um, so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you to select an option from each of these cups. Uh, and I'm going to... We'll take it in turns. We'll mm-hmm. do two each. How okay. about that? Um, so here's your pitch. You're going to pitch something to me. Pretend I'm a great film producer. It could happen. Yep. Um, and now, it's a Jennifer Love Hewitt movie. Mm-hmm. But what does she do in it? Pick out her job. Okay. So Jennifer Love Hewitt in this movie works as... Sexy Jim's mowing franchisee. <laughs> wow. Okay. Good so career. So she owns it? Yep. Oh, that's good. And she's keeping a terrible secret in this film. Oh. 
she won't stop stealing originals from elderly relatives. Werther's originals. Oh, it doesn't say that there. Well, anyway, the person who prepared this game <laughs> is uh, <laughs> not so prepared. If you don't, the Werthers are like butterscotch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And who is it co-starring? I hope it's an old person. Lorne Malvo. <laughs> Lorne Malvo Fargo. from Fargo. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. From and Fargo. also, who's it co-starring as well? Oh, more. Yeah, you've got two co-stars. Sissy Spacek. <laughs> so, Lorne Malvo and Sissy Spacek mm. with Jennifer Love Hewitt as a Jim's franchise. Right. And she's keeping a terrible secret about she won't stop stealing lollies from her elderly relatives' purses. And the movie's called Rebecca Shaw. The movie is called Jennifer Love Hewitt, the movie. <laughs> oh, this is so original. <laughs> okay, it's I'm going to have a go. <clears throat> So, in this movie, Jennifer Love Hewitt works as a sexy dental hygienist. <laughs> okay, I see a theme. <laughs> and she's keeping a terrible secret. <clears throat> she once ran over a guy and there were literally no repercussions except all her friends dying. <laughs> okay, well, that's... <laughs> that's Jennifer Love Hewitt, the movie. Um, <clears throat> and it's co-starring Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> oh, uh, this is and good. Scott Wolf's Dimples. Oh, my God. This, <laughs> this is, is my perfect movie. movie. <laughs> and it's called... Swirly Turd Eggplant Kissy Face, the emoticon movie based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> this oh is a movie God. I would watch. I would love to see that movie. Okay, you have another what go. What is Scott... What's Scott Wolf doing these days? He's free. I feel like he's free. <laughs> oh, because they were together in Party of Five, you remember? Jennifer Love Hewitt was in Party of Five. Was she dating him? Yes. Yeah, I thought that he was a brother. No, that's Nev Campbell Dingus. No, the brother. What? Jennifer Love Hewitt played Bailey's girlfriend. Bailey is Scott Wolf. Okay. Okay. Were they together in real life? No. Oh, maybe. Okay, not in that my dreams. <laughs> Who's this conversation <laughs> for? Okay, keep going. <laughs> Am I doing job first? Yes, go for your job. So, in this movie, Jennifer Love Hewitt works as... A sexy Uber driver. <laughs> That's a good job. <laughs> and secret. she's keeping a terrible secret. Oh, God. What a secret. She's a transformer <laughs> and she's blind. Oh, my God. <laughs> terrible fate. And it's co-starring... Feminist fright about Jane Caro. Oh, Jane Caro. Do love her. And literally just any Hemsworth. Oh, this is a good movie. That actually sounds really good. What's it called, Rebecca Shaw? It is called John, I'm Only Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what that Look, is. Look, everyone knows what that is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do the last one. There's okay. only options left. So, <clears throat> please, if you're listening. In this movie, Jennifer Love Hewitt works as... Sexy clerk of state parliament. That's <laughs> good. And she's keeping a terrible secret, Rebecca. She runs that fetish website where people fart on cakes. <laughs> What's that called? Fart cake? Cake farts. <laughs> it's co-starring Rebecca Shaw. Oh, my God. <laughs> I play the cake. <laughs> and Faustina, formerly of video hits. Oh, fuzzy. <laughs> this is a good I would love to be in a movie with her. And the movie's called Rebecca Shaw. Party of Seven, The Parents Were Alive. <laughs> I would love that movie. Bring I want to see movies. any Jennifer I Love see Hewitt any movie. Of these movies. Bring yes. Out some movies, Jennifer. Come on. Do it for us. Yes. That I watched the um pilot to Party of Five the other day. And was it as good as you remember, Beck? It's really long and a bit boring. Hmm. <laughs> Nothing in common with this show then. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. I said, oh, it's cold in here. There must be some bubbles in the atmosphere. I said, oh, it's cold in here. There must be some bubbles in the atmosphere. I said, oh, we, oh, we, oh. Ice, ice, ice. Slow it down. Oh, we, oh, we, Beck, it's been great. 
Has it? <laughs> it's been fine. It's been fine. Well, the people can tell us. No, I'd rather they don't. <laughs> no, I'd rather they do. Um, and if you're following Peter on Twitter yes. and not me, follow me. What? That never happens. There's you have so 8,000 many... something followers. No, I just broke 10,000 the other day. <laughs> not, that no, you, not that you're keeping I track don't at keep, all. Listen, I, do not, I never keep track, but it was my five-year Twitter anniversary. And they sent And what you did you thing. get? What's the traditional gift? You got some paper? <laughs> some paper. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, don't use this. Use the internet. <laughs> So, but yeah, follow me as well, you And follow assholes. me. Your name is it, yeah. at Rebecca. No. no yes. Your name is at Rebecca Shaw. No, is that Brocklesnitch? It's at Rebecca Shaw, 89 Um, I came up with a fandom name for your fans. Oh, what? Because they're. I don't have fans. They're Taggart fans, so they're faggots. This sounds very similar to a joke I made about fans of Fargo called Fargots. Yeah, but it, it works for yours as well, and it's true. <laughs> uh, what would you be your fan name? I don't have any. You have so many. No, I don't. You oh, absolutely do. There's no funny name that can be made. Oh, well. Sure. The Shawhors. Pe- the Shawhors. The Shawhors. <laughs> Sure, whores. That's a good one. <laughs> but you know what? We usually what? do something at the end of these podcasts. Um, yeah, I feel like something okay, happens. <laughs> we both cry and shower after it. <laughs> but we do something else, and I feel like you should you should lead us off today because in what I want you to do what we usually do. I don't know what we usually do. Look, I'm doing Ethan Embry's scared eyes. <laughs> Forget it. You know what? <clears throat> oh, what a surprise. You'll save the day. <laughs> what if God was one of us? Just a slob like one of us. Just a stranger on a bus trying to make his way home. <laughs> Do you know the second bit? He's trying to make his way home. Back, Back up, up to, to heaven, heaven all alone. alone. Oh, my God, you do. Of course I Nobody do. calling on the phone. Except for the Pope maybe in Rome. It's <laughs> fallen off the chair. <laughs> Lyrical Except genius. Except for the Pope maybe in Rome. <laughs> is he maybe in Rome or is he maybe calling? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how stupid that song was. Tracking like the bad breath. My grandma thought the poetry cheap like a hotel. Tracking like half man, half a raisin. Yo, 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 crowd. Tracking like the bad breath. My grandma thought the poetry cheap like a hotel. Tracking like half man, half a raisin.